All right, everyone, gather round, gather round, leaders of the new American theocracy. We've done it. We've finally succeeded where all of our peers failed. We have finally made America a Christian country. That, all right, let's hear a round of applause. Everybody clap, clap, yep. So next, now that we've officially made sure that we've got women under control, we've pushed all the gays and trans people back into the closet, and we've also gotten rid of all the, uh, all the non-Christian brown people. We're good to go. America is ready for the next step in its purification. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm glad to hear that, Ted, because the next step is the Catholics. Wait, wait, what? Hold on, guys, I, uh, what are we talking about here? Well, you see, you see, Ted, the Catholics are just the next step into making sure we're a pure Christian country. We can't have the Vatican, uh, you know, having a say on how Americans live their lives. It's just not, uh, not kosher. Plus, no offense, Ted, but you and your people are idolaters, and the Bible's pretty clear on that. Hold on, guys. Guys, let's, let's be reasonable here. Uh, let's, yeah, I agree. Let's. Let's get Ted. Shut the fuck up, Morris. This is this is ridiculous. Okay, let's let's be reasonable. We're all Christians here. We all believe in Jesus, huh? We we got the abortion ban done in. You know, it's it's just uh, let's let's take a step back and realize, you know, America's perfect as it is now. We all Christian men are in charge. We're good to go. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm sorry, Ted, but we just can't trust you until you convert to a Protestant faith. Hey, 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 let's, let's calm down here, okay? Uh, let's, fucking Brian over there is a fucking Mormon. You know, he doesn't, he's using an extra Bible that we don't even have. Uh, why are we talking about the Mormons, huh? Let's, let's get Brian, huh? Everybody, get Brian? Yeah, well, at least I don't believe I've eaten a piece of Jesus. What? Hold, don't, hold on, you guys. Hold on, let's just, let's just, let's just, let's just, let's just calm down. Let's just calm down about, let's, I, I don't, Ted, Ted, let's, let Ted relax, relax, Ted. We're not going to murder or execute you. We're just going to give you one chance to convert to one of the accepted Protestant forms. Uh, I mean, we've already imprisoned all the Quakers, so you can't go there. <laughs> but, you know, any regular Protestant denomination, and we'll, we'll forgive you, Ted. Okay, uh, well, what about, uh, what about Lutheran? Hmm. I don't know, guys. How do we feel about the Lutherans? Are there any Lutherans in the room right now? Hmm? Ted, we'd like you to pick someone else based on the fact that Lutherans are probably next. Uh, I never thought it would come down to this. I just... As we dismantled the separations of church and state in this country, I just, I thought, surely that would benefit us. But instead, now I, I see the errors of my ways, and I look out, and I realize that by dismantling a secular society, I've essentially dismantled the only opportunity I had at religious freedom. My God, what have I done? What have I done? All right, that's that's enough from you, Ted. Somebody take Ted to the uh, to the gulag. 
All right. All right. See everybody in church. And if I don't, maybe you're going to the wrong church. <laughs> all right. High fives all around. Let's get Ted out of here. Welcome to the show. All right, welcome back to Ruben Uncut. I'm here, Ruben Ryan. And so, I mean, nothing new or original here to say today, really. Just sort of continuing off what I was talking about before, you know, about how our society is going regressive real fast. And here's the thing. I want you to wake up and realize, don't mind me while I open this pamplemousse sparkling water. Uh, The thing I need everyone to realize is the problem with conservatives, especially tradcon conservatives, is that their policies are bad for everyone. Right now, we are watching ourselves being pushed towards uh, a horrifying theocracy where the where Christianity will become the law of the land in America. Oh, the horrible things we've done to protect this country from communism. <sighs> of course, more and more terrible things continue to come out of the Supreme Court, whether it's them interfering with the EPA, which will... I think we're still hearing the total fallout from that will be, but, you know, (laughs) it probably won't be fucking good for anybody. So we're all going to get a poisonous atmosphere, and we're all going to somehow forget that the entire reason we have these, most of the laws in the EPA exist because at some point somebody got fucking poisoned, or somebody's river caught on fire. And that's why we had a lot of the rules we have in the EPA. Because at some point, someone was like, hey, we shouldn't have lead in the air. And our rivers shouldn't be flammable. (sighs) Anyways. So that's bad. The thing I want to talk about today is this push towards theocracy. And so, like... Some days I wake up and I hear what's going on with Christianity. And I'm like, you know what? I feel like the wrong people stopped going to church. Or more, or more, more, or, or maybe I should phrase that as, you know what? I feel like the wrong people kept going to church. And by that I mean the stupid people who don't think about what they're learning or have, you know critical thinking because all the okay i'm not here to shit on christianity specifically the reality is is that we we sort of cherry pick the past okay there's lots of lots of people in the past who were christians who helped move society and mankind forward there were periods of time where there were lots of religious people who didn't suck ass in fact during the early industrial period moving into the early 20th century progressivism was largely coming out of christianity 
and progressive Christians have still exist today, including those nuns who went around and tried to help people vote, while at the same time pointing out that Trump was a piece of shit. When I was, when I was a teenager and still Catholic, uh, some nuns came to our came to our church because they thought it was important that everyone knew George H.W. Bush funded the School for the Americas to train, you know, like Central American guerrilla terrorists who murdered lots of innocent civilians. And it was nuns who brought this important anti-war, anti-government information to me. Progressive Christians exist. Surprisingly, a lot of them are nuns, from what I can tell. And if you go back and you watch, a lot of the anti-war movement in the 60s came from progressive Christians as well. However, we've reached a point in America where progressivism has been squeezed out of Christianity. And I don't mean, I don't mean specifically the theory of progressivism, but I mean generally progressive ideas, liberal ideas, socialist ideas. You know, Martin Luther King Jr. was a huge fucking socialist. They don't tell you that um, because they don't want you to realize that the only people he hated as much as he ate the only thing he was mad at, as mad about as he was about racism was class warfare. And it was a big deal, but of course they, they hide that. We don't talk about how abortions used to be done by nuns in nunneries back in ye olden days. And I do mean ye, now I do mean ye olden days. I'm talking literally thousands of years ago. Hundreds? I didn't stop to look at a calendar to calculate this information. The point is, is that abortions, used, that used to be a thing nuns did. When a woman would get pregnant, they'd, when, a, when a girl would get pregnant, either for the time period, probably unwillingly, they would get sent to a nunnery where the nuns would administer some, like, crushed up berries or some shit that would essentially cause the woman to miscarry. Fun facts that they don't tell you in church now. And another thing they don't tell you in church is, is the reason that, is that progressivism has been pushed out of Christianity. And socialist Christianity was a big thing at the turn of the 20th century. Uh, which is also probably why Ayn Rand associates them to. Famous Ayn Rand quote, Christianity is the kindergarten of communism. Uh, <clears throat> anyways. Socialist Christianity was a big thing at the turn of the 20th century, and then, I, I should have Googled her name, this evangelical preacher lady got on the radio and started preaching hugely anti-socialist shit. And ever since then, the evangelical church has basically been in a spiritual warfare against socialism. And it's basically resulted in some of the biggest bullshit Christians have ever tried to pull off in their entire fucking lives. The thing is, is that a lot of this traditionalist Republican fucking legislation is bad for everybody. I've talked about how bathroom bans are insanity because you're essentially asking to police bathrooms. That's fucking bullshit that will hurt everyone, everyone would be hurt by policing bathrooms, you insane fascists. It's not good for anyone. Like, just think about what that would imply. Police, at, 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 how would you check it? How would you report it? How would it 
Policing bathrooms would be a nightmare for everyone. And people who don't... And androgynous people would be constantly victimized just for having androgynous appearances, regardless of how they identify. So policing bathrooms, horrible idea. But also probably just performative legislation, although now... Now I'm beginning to wonder how many Republican legislation that I thought was performative is really part of a serious, growing plot to throw our country into Christian nationalism. <sighs> Which is what it really looks like is happening. And that's fucking terrifying. Because, and this is important. This is important. Christian nationalism, or the removing of the secular state will be bad for everyone, including religious people. And you have to understand this. You have, like, if you are religious and you are hearing me talk to you right now, you need to start understanding that a secular society protects your religious freedom. In a secular society, you can believe in any religion you want. Moving towards a Christian nationalist setting is going to fuck that up. And in my little skit at the beginning, I made fun of the idea that it would be Catholics who would be persecuted next. But the honest truth is, is that we won't know who gets persecuted next until they finish persecuting the next set of people. Because that's the thing. The reason we... Maybe historically you need to realize that the reason we have so many Christian denominations is because Christians tend to disagree. We all, like, a popular thing sometimes for Christians to say is, oh, but we all got the same Bible, which is a lie. You don't all have the same Bible. You all, most of you are running off the King James Bible, which is a variant of the, the Bible that, Constantine and, like, his Catholic people put together in the first place, where they chose specific texts that they felt would be most valuable to have in the Bible, and basically threw out various parts of the Bible that they thought wouldn't work with what they wanted to put forward. Because, specifically, Gnostic Christians, they were like, No, we don't like what you have to say. We're going to stick with these ones. Paul or Peter's Apocalypse or whatever it was called? Nah, we're going to go with Revelations. Fuck that noise. And so they did. And then that got turned in. And then, they, and then they made another version, which was the King James Bible, which was the Protestant Bible, and is one of the most common Bibles in the world, which is almost the same as the Catholic Bible, although my understanding is that there are some different word choices at various points in the Bible because of, you know, translations. Because remember, all this shit was originally told via spoken word and in Aramaic. And then was translated to Greeks and then Latin and then, and then finally into English and other languages all over the fucking world. And, no, and language is not objective, so nothing translates perfectly. So, no, not everyone is using the same Bible. They're using close to the same Bible. They're using variants of the same Bible. But even when I say that, it's not true, because the Mormons have their own fucking Bible. Like, with their own fucking stories. And they're insane. 
Ugh. Although weirdly, weirdly Mitt Romney in all this shit is coming across as not one of the worst people alive as he speaks out, as he marches with Black Lives Matter, tries to convict Trump, and uh, comes out against legislation in his own state that would hurt trans people. Now, to be fair, he wasn't able to stop that legislation, but he did come out against it. Never thought I would say any of those things, because I, I never really thought I would ever have anything nice to say about fucking Mitt Romney. But this is the insane world that we live in now, where Mitt Romney seems like an okay guy. Fucking Mitt Romney. Whew. At least compared to other religious, xenophobic, crazy Republicans out to persecute people. What's weird to me is that we're even in this moment. Like, we spent... So many Christians have spent the last several years throwing around these conspiracy theories of, oh, Sharia law. Oh, my God, they're going to bring in Sharia law. But the thing is, is that I'm not worried about that because I've, I've always relied on the concept of separation of church and state protecting me from Sharia law because I know how that fucking works. However, ironically, the same people who are afraid of Sharia law are the same people who have been actively working to remove the separation of church and state. Which... I hate to tell you, would be the thing that would open the door to things that are like Sharia law or Sharia law-esque. And the question once... So the thing is, though, is that once all the Christians have pushed all the gays back into the closet and thrown out anyone who doesn't agree with them, where will they go from there? Well, the answer is, they'll probably start to fight amongst themselves. And they'll probably try to persecute whoever the most progressive Christian sects are. So, a lot of Catholics will probably... So the Catholics will probably get split up into Catholics who go to jail and Catholics who don't go to jail. Uh, the United Church of Christ is probably in... would probably be in some trouble. And let's not even pretend like Unitarians wouldn't be in jail. I was saying this would all happen at once, but it probably would happen eventually. Because you have to remember that these people wouldn't just be disagreeing over little things. They'd be disagreeing over their religious beliefs. And if you live in a country where the country's laws and rules are based off of religious belief, then we're essentially looking at something that's going to look like essentially Christian-on-Christian Christian violence. It'll eventually happen. Because that's what Christians have always done. Like, hell, look at the pilgrims. Do you know why the pilgrims came to America? Now, the short answer is religious persecution. Persecuted by who? Other Christians. The, the long answer is, oh yeah, no, they left England because England was like, you guys are too, the Church of England was like, you guys are too conservative and we would like you to leave. And so they did. They went to America to find religious, religious freedom. And by that we mean they were tired of all the other Christians being a little too easygoing. But the point is, is that these were Christians who disagreed with each other enough that they would either, A, ask them to leave, 
and B, that they would be like, hey, you know what, let's just go to a country where we can make ourselves our own religious beliefs and uh, persecute whoever we want. And so they did. And England responded by sending their criminals there too. Fun fact. Fun fact, a big thing in England is that sometimes the jails would get all full. So there were certain crimes that they'd be like, okay, we're sending you to America or Australia or some shit. And so they'd put you on a boat, they'd give you a small amount of money, put you on a boat and be like, good luck in your new country, criminal. Although to be fair, some of these crimes were things like hanging out with gypsies too much. I'm sorry, Romani too much. But it would have been, you know, worded as the slur back then. Ah, who am I kidding? They probably were as a slur now. <sighs> Anyways. Where was I? Look, the point is, is that assuming that Christians are going to get along just because they're Christians is foolhardy. This is like the thing that white supremacists do. You see, the, re the entire reason that white supremacists came up with the concept of white people was so that they could convince lower classes of white people that they were still closer to other white people so that the white indentured servitude class wouldn't team up with the chattel slavery class and outnumber and overthrow them. So they had to invent white people to be like, hey, you're the special slaves. You can buy your freedom and you can live in this tiny house on my estate. And here, here's some money. You still can't go anywhere or do anything without my say-so. But, you know, that'll end once you've worked off whatever it is you're working off for me. So they created a class system of different levels of slavery, specifically to make sure that the lower classes never teamed up on the rich people. Where was I going with this? Right, the point is, is that right now we're in the stage where all the, where all the crazy tradcon conservative Christians are going to be turning to each other and going, hey, we believe in Jesus, right? We're good. We're on the side. Hey, we all agree on Jesus. We all agree on abortion. Let's get this thing rolling. We're on the same side now. And then in 100 years, they turn around and be like, and, maybe, and in 100 years or less, they're going to turn around and be like, okay, man, but uh, you know that cracker's not really a piece of Jesus, right? And then it's going to be a fucking war. I'm not going to, I'm not saying, this is hyperbole a little bit. I'm not saying it'll be specifically over the cracker thing. The point is, is that we should be concerned about this. And if you are a Christian, you need to wake up and understand that the purpose of secular society is that it keeps your rights to be your variant of Christian in play. Catholics and Protestants and Lutherans and Mormons and Evangelicals and Baptists and Southern Baptists have been had infighting for years. Maybe the entire reason that we've kicked up such a stink about LGBTQ community, if you think about it, is to distract Christians from how different they all really are from each other. Because that's a big part of spreading this type of fascism around. In order to form your conformist society, you have to at first get enough people on board to create the conformist society. Then at a certain point, you crush and 
squeeze the last bit of individualism out of the populace. Because, and this is important, dear Christians, you do understand that your religion is non-individualist and is pro-conformity and community, right? Because those are the basic teachings of Christ and Christianity is about community. But right now, you might notice that the right has a heavy, what would you call it? Um, individualist deal going on. Or at least the right likes to put themselves forward as individualists. Probably to just pick up the votes of, you know, contrarians who hate the idea of ever going along with the crowd. But the fact of the matter is, is that that individualism that they're purporting is a lie. And the closer we move towards a Christian theocracy, the more that that will become apparent. These contrarians and individualists are, of course, the useful idiots to the Christian supremacy that is being pushed forward in our society. When right-wing right atheists put forward traditional values, they're helping these people that they disagree with inherently. That's the other thing. At a certain point, the fight for traditional values will come down to, well, whose traditional values? Because they're not all the same. Mormons traditionally would like to do polygamy. Now, they were forced to give that up to make Utah a state. But, you know, part of that was that we were secular. You see, it's, it's, it's probably hard for Christians to imagine the fact that secularism is protecting them because they've lived in a world for so long that because there was such a predominant Christian, Christian uh, population that no one really stopped to be like, to acknowledge that the government was secular and protecting them. Because only in a secular society can you choose your own religion. And now I've mostly been talking about Christians here who will eventually start infighting. Obviously, everyone who is of a religion that is not Christian should be alarmed right now. Because your religions are next. Your religions are next. After they're done with the LGBTQ people and pregnant mothers, they're going to be coming for you. If we continue to move forward to a theocracy. Because theocracies demand religious purity. How pure will this religion get? We don't know. We don't know. I'm, using a, I'm talking a lot to say what is actually a very simple thing that I want you to understand. Especially if you are religious. Secularism is the only way to protect our religious freedoms. Now that may sound, as if you are religious, that may sound sort of counterintuitive to some of you because... Because until it's gone, you won't understand how secularism was protecting you. Which religions will it be okay for teachers 
to pray in school. That's where you'll see it. And I encourage you, if you are a non-Christian religious person who teaches, and don't risk your job on my account, but if, like, this whole thing happens where, pray, where teachers leading prayer in schools happens, if you are a non-Christian person, I encourage you, if you are comfortable risking your job, to pray in your own religion with your class. Not because I want you to, to be clear, before I get clipped out of context, which I still can be, I'm not trying to tell you to convert your students to your non-Christian or unorthodox Christian religion. I'm saying you should do it so that the hypocrisy is put forward. Now, obviously, don't do this until, like, whatever ruling becomes the law of the land, because we don't want to be hypocrites here. But if Christians start leading prayers in their classrooms with their students, then if we do believe in religious freedom still in this country, you should be able to do the same with your religion, whether it's Satanism, Paganism, Wicca, Buddhism, or any other variant, or, or Islam, I can't believe it didn't think to say Islam, or, sh or Sheik, or Shintoism, or Taoism, or, I know I'm going for the deep cuts now, uh, or Zoroastrism. Whatever it is, if other teachers start praying with their classmates, with their kids, you should too. Because, and this is going to sound weird, but parents getting mad about it is the only way we're going to be able to show people why it's a bad idea. And parents who have non-religious children, you should get mad about it. Leading prayer in class is akin to grooming or indoctrinating your children into Christianity. And I'm not saying we can't have classes that talk about religion in society. That's fine. But the idea of administering prayer services in the school is inherently problematic. And I don't imagine they're going to do it as, like, some kind of Unitarian prayers either, where it's like, all right, everyone, just take a moment of silence to pray to whoever it is you pray to, or if you don't pray, you know, just have a moment of silence. They're not going to do it that way. I doubt they will. Well, some teachers might. It'll probably be on a teacher individual basis and whatnot. The point is that secularism is the seatbelt. And a whole bunch of Christians in this country are right now trying to convince you to take the seatbelt off so that G and let Jesus take the wheel. That's what they're asking you to do. Never mind that that seatbelt and keeping your own hands on the wheel is what has been protecting your freedom of religious choice this entire time. In a society where religion cannot be forced on you, that is a society where you can choose the belief or religion that you want or that you feel is true to you. And the more the Christians and, and or any other religious type of person in any country that is trying to push their religion into the government, they are pushing their religion to be above everyone else's religion. 
which threatens the secularity of our country, which affects and threatens your right to have a religion that isn't the same as your leaders. Think about that. Like, really sit with that if you're religious right now. I want you to. You need to. You need to understand why this pushing of religion into government is bad for all of us. All right, America. <clears throat> I want to thank you for listening. America or anyone else. Anyone can listen to this. I'm talking about America right now, but, you know, whatever. <sighs> thank you for listening to Ruben Uncut. Please like or subscribe or whatever it is you do at wherever you get your podcast to make sure that you're always getting the newest episodes of my podcast i make a lot of them so you know it's always plenty of content for you to shove into your ears and brain for that dopamine hell if you if you're hell you know what at this point in my career i'll even take the hate listens are you a are you a religious person listening to me right now going man i'm so angry at everything he's saying go ahead listen on i can always use i i would love it if you got angry and told ben shapiro who i was i actually it would probably make my day if ben shapiro ever heard the episode where i make an impersonation of him that would be really funny to me if he ever <laughs> if he ever heard that uh, i'm getting off topic the point is Please like and share and and spread the word about this podcast because I'm a weird podcast. I, I, I don't know how to. I just have to hope that people hear me and they find me entertaining. So, you know, if you like what you hear, please like, please share. If those are things that your podcast provider allows you to do, I'm on I'm on I'm on anchor and I don't I don't know if anchor has a subscribe button, to be honest, but you can go on anchor and leave me a voice message i might even put it in an upcoming episode i realize that's not the most convenient way to reach out to me and get feedback on my program but you know you can all right thank you for listening please tell whoever you can to listen stay safe america take care of yourself and try, try to just, you know, not burn this motherfucker to the ground with all the innocent people inside. I mean, don't be rather. There's probably some things we should burn to the ground, but I'm I'm about saving civilization. Because frankly, I think it's the conservatives who are pushing this towards, you know, destroying it. All right. Well, thank you for listening. Everybody have a uh, wonderful whatever time of whenever you're listening to this. Oh. No, I don't actually know what my next episode's going to be about. Never mind. Dear Jesus, this is, this is Ted. These are dark times for me as I sit now in a gulag. I look out the door. I look out the window every day and see them executing various types of criminals against the state, whether they be minorities or religions they just don't like. Jesus, I'm sorry that I went the wrong way back there. 
I see now that embracing ultra-Christian nationalism was never what you would have wanted. Okay, uh-oh. I hear the footsteps in the hallway. I know they're coming to take me to the gallows right now. At least I'll get at least they'll give me one more cracker before I die.